So just exactly how much is it gonna cost you this year for that family cookout? As long as we're on the topic, can you invest in food, a few supposed stock market trends for the month, some fun 4th of July stuff, and a place you never want to go on Independence Day. All coming up on a special edition of the 5-Minute Money Show. My name is Wyatt Mordike. I'm a CFP professional and owner of Evidence Advisors Investment Management. You can find us on the web at evidenceadvisors.com. If you need investment advice or financial planning advice, don't just Google it or ask ChatGPT. You should always talk with a professional one-on-one. So no stock tips, solicitation, or investment advice on this show, although I may give you a little fireworks advice this time. Just a fun, fast show about finance and what's going on in the world. Every year, the American Farm Bureau comes out with its market basket survey. It's basically a grocery bill that tells us how much it would supposedly cost you for an Independence Day cookout with 10 people. You may have seen this before. They also do it around Thanksgiving, and it's just supposed to be a measurement of how inflation is affecting our grocery line checkout. Now, I say supposedly because if you read this report, it suggests that you can feed 10 people for $67.73. And I can hear you laughing because I know in my own world, getting out of the grocery store for under $100 these days is next to impossible. Of course, I had to find out on my own, so I went to the local grocery store to see if I could actually do it. And here's what we're cooking. Eight cheeseburgers, two pounds of chicken breast, three pounds of pork chops, three cans of beans, a bag of potato chips, two and a half pounds of potato salad, two and a half quarts of lemonade, and of course, cookies, ice cream, and strawberries. Now, I had to buy all the cheap stuff, but believe it or not, I came out at $68.34. Not bad, just slightly more than what the Farm Bureau reported. Of course, that doesn't include ketchup, mustard, pickles, barbecue sauce, ice, beer, charcoal, paper plates, plastic forks, and napkins, so you're going to have to get your friends and family to bring all that. What the media is reporting to try to get us to believe that inflation isn't so bad is that the cost is down 3% from last year. Well, last year it was at a record increase of 20%, which is a little like saying you lost 3 pounds this year when last year you gained 20. There are some old monthly adages related to the stock market. There's the January effect, selling May go away, the December downturn. September is often considered the danger month. There's not a name for July as far as I know, but it's basically leisure and food month. Investors tend to bet on stocks like airlines, hotels, rental car companies, restaurants, amusement parks, and food. And if you wanted to invest in food directly, some of your favorite brands may be publicly traded like Kraft Heinz, Tyson, Coca-Cola, PepsiCo. However, investing in food trends can be very risky. Two popular new companies, Oatly and Beyond Meat, are both down over 80% from their initial offerings. From what I read, Oatly had serious distribution problems, and it turns out that not very many people want to buy fake meat. Food stocks are part of a broader sector called consumer staples, and there are index funds that contain hundreds of companies across multiple industries like agriculture, food distributors, packaged foods, household products. So in my opinion, a consumer staples index fund would be a better way to get a, let's say, balanced diet of food stocks. Keeping with our food theme, let's get into some fun 4th of July stuff. It's time for Nathan's famous annual hot dog eating contest. Started on July 4th, 1916 at a hot dog stand in Coney Island. Apparently, four immigrants were trying to decide who was the most patriotic, and of course, what a better way to do that than see who can eat the most hot dogs. If you're Irish, you'll be glad to know your guy won. His name is Jim Mullen, but he only ate 13 hot dogs, which is nothing compared to last year's winner who set the record by eating 76 in less than 10 minutes. Now, when it comes to patriotism, our nation's founding fathers would certainly be at the top of the list. Did you know that two of the authors of the Declaration of Independence also are second and third presidents, John Adams and Thomas Jefferson, both died on the 50th anniversary of the 4th of July in 1826, just hours apart. Then, five years later, James Monroe, our fifth president, also died on the 4th of July. In today's world, that is conspiracy theory stuff for sure. 
It almost became a trend. Apparently, when James Madison was dying near the end of June 1836, his doctor offered to extend his life so he could also die on the 4th of July. Madison didn't take him up on it and died June 28th. One president was born on the 4th of July, Calvin Coolidge, in 1872. Lastly, a whole lot of money will be spent over the 4th of July holiday. An estimated $9.5 billion on food, some of which will be for the 150 million hot dogs that will be eaten. Americans will spend around $3 billion on beer and wine and an estimated $2.7 billion on fireworks. Putting that much alcohol and explosives together on one day is probably why close to 15,000 people end up in the one place you never want to go on the 4th of July, the emergency room. And if you want to avoid that, my advice is stick with the small stuff. No need to go setting off mortars in your driveway. Plus, you'll save yourself some money. It's very easy for a lot of your cash to go up in flames buying fireworks. Better to just sit back and enjoy the national holiday with a fireworks display put on by the professionals. The last place you want to be is in the ER because your fingers suddenly gained independence from your hand. (laughs) 